0: Welcome to the Dark Origins of Disney, a series where I, your host Ebony, deep dive into the original fables that your favourite Disney stories derived from. This is a 10 part series focusing on some of the most well loved children's tales spanning across the years as well as a bonus episode at the end, focusing on Disney as a whole, the company and Walt Disney himself. Disclaimer. This is an origin story series and will not be focusing on the current backlash surrounding the new live-action films. Also, spoilers ahead. With that being said, my name is Ebony, this is the FilmSpark podcast, and you're listening to Episode 1 of The Dark Origins of Disney, Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, an American animated musical film released in 1937, that established Walt Disney as one of the world's most innovative and creative movie makers, along with Pinocchio from 1940. It is widely considered to be Disney's greatest film achievement. The plot is set into motion when a vain, wicked queen consults her magical mirror and learns that her beautiful stepdaughter Snow White is now the fairest in the land. Instantly resentful, the Queen enlists a woodsman to murder Snow White, but he cannot commit the act and exhorts the young girl to escape. In the forest, Snow White discovers a cottage inhabited by seven eccentric dwarfs who warmly welcome her into their home, after she offers to cook and clean for them. The Queen eventually learns of Snow White's whereabouts, and disguising herself as an old hag, fatally poisons her stepdaughter with a tainted apple. The heartbroken dwarfs stand guard over the girl's body until a handsome prince restores her to life with a kiss. Although this may be the plot of the story, you have grown to love and adore since a child. Did you know it originated from a similar yet darker fable told by the Brothers Grimm? The Origins Snow White is a 19th century German fairy tale that is today known wildly across the world. The Brothers Grimm published it in 1812 in the first edition of their collection, Grimm's Fairy Tales, numbered as Tale 53. The Grimms completed their final revision of the story in 1854, which can be found in the 1857 version of Grimm's Fairy Tales. The fairy tale features such elements as the magic mirror, the poisoned apple, the glass coffin and the characters of the evil queen and the seven dwarfs. The seven dwarfs were first given individual names for the Broadway version of the show and then given different names in Walt Disney's film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. The Grimm story, which is commonly referred to as Snow White, should not be confused with the story of Snow White and Rose Red, another fairy tale collected by the Brothers Grimm. In the 1980s and 1990s, some German authors suggested that the fairy tale could have been inspired by a real person. Eckhard Sander, a teacher, claimed that the inspiration was Margareta von Waldeck, a German countess born in 1533, as well as several other women in her family. Karlheinz Heinz Bartels, a pharmacist and scholar from Lower Main. A town in northwestern Bavaria created a tongue-in-cheek theory that Snow White was Maria Sophia Margaret Caterina, the Baroness von und zu born in 1725. However, these theories are generally dismissed by serious scholars, with folklore professor Donald Haas calling them pure speculation and not at all convincing. Although the main overarching story is essentially the same between the film and the fable, there is a few larger and much darker changes not shown in the film. The first major difference is the beginning, as at the beginning of the story a queen sits sewing at an open window during a winter snowfall when she pricks her finger with her needle, causing three drops of red blood to drip onto her freshly fallen white snow on the black window sill. Then she says to herself, how I wish I had a daughter that had skin as white as snow, lips as red as blood, and hair as black as ebony. Sometime later the queen dies giving birth to a baby daughter whom she names Snow White. However, in the 1812 version of the tale, the queen does not die at all, but later behaves the same way as the stepmother does in the later versions of the tale, including the 1854 iteration. A year later, Snow White's father, the king, marries again. His new wife is very beautiful, but a vain and wicked woman who practices witchcraft. Following this is the addition of Immortality. The film does keep some dark elements, in that it keeps the huntsman who summoned to kill Snow White, and is to provide her heart to the queen, which that in itself is a bit much for kids. However, the fable takes it one step further. In the fable, the queen requests the heart as she would like to consume it, as it will provide her with immortality. And now we move on to the Queen's many selling careers. In the film, they show the Queen disguised as a hag, selling a poisoned apple to the Snow White. But did you know that this wasn't the only poisoned object she gives to Snow White? That's right, the Queen had quite the selling career, with first she appears at the Dwarf's cottage disguised as an old peddler, and offers Snow White colourful, silky, laced bodices as a present. The queen laces her up so tightly that Snow White faints. The dwarfs return just in time to revive Snow White by loosening the laces. Next, the queen dresses up as a comb seller and convinces Snow White to take a beautiful comb as a present. She strokes Snow White's hair with the poisoned comb. The girl is overcome by the poison from the comb but is again revived by the dwarfs when they remove the comb from her hair. Finally, the Queen disguises herself as a farmer's wife, and offers Snow White a poisoned apple. Snow White is hesitant to accept it, so the Queen cuts the apple in half, eating the white, harmless half herself, and giving the red poisoned half to Snow White. The girl eagerly takes a bite, and then falls into a coma, causing the Queen to think she has finally triumphed. The final change is by far my favourite, as the original provides a much darker reality to the ending of the Queen. As punished for the attempted murder of Snow White, the prince orders the queen to wear a pair of red-hot iron slippers and to dance in them until she drops dead. With the evil queen finally defeated and dead, Snow White's wedding to the prince peacefully continues. The thought of having a wedding guest dance around the queen as she screeches in pain from the red-hot iron shoes is incredibly brutal and cruel. Although the fable provides a much darker insight into the film, this doesn't mean you should turn a blind eye to what's kept in the film either. Between hitmen, hearts and poison, Snow White proves to be a dark tale regardless. And definitely deserves a second thought as to is this film truly for kids? That brings us to the end of episode 1 Snow White in the Dark Origins of Disney series. Join us next week for episode 2 when I deep dive The Little Mermaid. My name is Ebony. Yes, I know, ironic being Snow White. This is the FilmSpark podcast, and thank you for listening.